Howdy, y'all. Episode four, actually episode four of the Only Football Podcast. Guy Robinson, Max Urbaimler. How you doing, Guy? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. We're sat on the on the patio of the Only uh, Backpackers Inn. Uh, it's covered snow, in snow. It's covered in snow. It's snowing a little bit, and it's pretty cold. We're dedicated, um, but we are dedicated to the fans, to the football. Um, Fucking it. So this week we're obviously going to start with our quick review of the uh, Only FC's game that we just finished playing. Uh, Max, kick us off with that. Well, it was a must win, most likely, and we didn't win. Uh, 2-1 final. Uh, the, the, other, the, the opposing squad was, you know, they, they moved the ball pretty well. They made it overlapping runs, but, um, and they had a fair, a fair amount of chances that, uh, I gotta say, John made some excellent saves. Uh, to keep us in as well, but at the same time, they gave us plenty of space as well, and we had our fair, sh- our, our fair share as well. Um, the finishing quite wasn't there, uh, myself included, but uh, we did find some space, and it was it was unfortunate. It was unfortunate. Um, the ref again, laughable. More of that later with the ref. Um, but when we kicked off the game, we were a couple of players short, so we only had one sub to begin with. Um, it worked out. We had got a couple more players as the game went on, but. Um, when we kicked off, I really thought they were going to do the number on us. They looked very tight. They were knocking it around the back. They were making runs in the channels. They looked a very highly organized and very good team. They, and they did come. They, they faded. They, they did really fade. And, faded. And the, the second half, like we were the better team, for sure. Honestly, Max, I think that was the strangest game of football that we've played this season. It was it was against the best team that we faced, I think, technically. Yeah. Um, and yet, and some people, and yet some was, some people said after the game that they weren't like they like they were shit. Whatever, like we could we could have beaten them. We could have beaten them because they the fade thing. off. But That's like the, thing. the way they started, I was like, man, yeah. like we're I, we're I in, we're kind of in for it. And down two 0 at half, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is kind of the way maybe it's going to go. But the second half, and even near the end of the first half, because uh, they scored the second goal right at the end of the first half, which was a kind of a kick in the nuts. Yeah, um, especially because we had to win. Um, but uh, we got that first goal relatively early on that penalty, that ghost yeah. penalty that I don't really, I, no one really saw this handball. Stefan yelled for, and the ref gave it, the which ref, he does. The, it was, it was knock, the ball was knocking around the penalty area, and the referee, and it, it came off some part of the opposition's art of body, yeah. right? And one of our players yelled for a penalty, and the ref took his sweet fucking time. And then he'd give the penalty. And their team protested. Our team had no idea Fair what enough. was going yeah. on. No Fair one, play, Literally man. no one saw yeah. it. Maybe Stefan had a great view of it. But <laughs> no one seemed to see it. And honestly, you know, the fact that the ref took so long to give the penalty means maybe I don't know if it was really. But And then further on, they, they had this ringer. Not to say that we don't. But actually not today, really. Uh, but uh, they had this ringer that played the match before. And this guy is just a flop artist. He's diving everywhere, and we get into it with about five minutes left, right? And he gets yeah. booted off the field uh, because he's drawn at guys on the sideline. Yeah, he really kicked off. He uh, he was squaring up to players of ours that weren't even playing. You know, they're out injured, but it came to support. He was squaring up to them. He was squaring up to everyone on our team. And little did um, he know, one of those players had a mean right hook. <laughs> <laughs> Paul in the in the in the car ride back to the back to the pub claims that he's got a master haymaker uh, of a right hand. Doesn't look like it, which is why the guy wasn't scared of him at the time. But we'll take his word for it because he didn't have to use it. But Paul was flabbergasted that the guy was in his face. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he know that Paul is a great right hand? 
Anyway, so he gets the yellow, and we had a couple good chances down the near the end. Stefan played me through really nicely, actually, before that. And, I mean, for me, I took it actually all right. Yeah. The keeper had to dive, but he still held it. No, we, um, had, we had plenty of shots on goal, right? And then we right, had at, of right at the death, too, I laid it off to Theo, and Theo put a decent ball back in. It was just half a step behind James. And yeah. James could have slowed that home. It, it wasn't on James. It was just like it, it just, it was the way just the ball slightly rolls, behind right? it. Yeah, it was. It was but, too bad. No, it was a strange game where we started off getting battered. We grew into the game as they faded. Yeah. And really, if we hadn't, maybe if we hadn't conceded that goal just before half time, it would have been a different story. Well, I, like, and I was saying to you, like, after my our first subs, we were both off after our first subs, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, I, like I've been useless. Like I feel totally out of it, and I, I, I and felt like I, I grew into it a little bit more as yeah, well. Likewise, I think everyone did. We were sluggish at the beginning, and that maybe that punished us. Um, but looks like the consolation playoffs for us now. I don't. I think maybe qualification for the playoffs mm-hmm. is beyond us. Yeah, most likely. We'll find out tomorrow if we get a, a result on the eleven o'clock match. But most likely, because um, the team that we're chasing is playing the last place team who isn't even that bad it's it's a very tight league this year um so maybe we can get lucky but um we'll see we will see see. all right so we'll move on to uh some proper football um and we'll uh we'll kick it off with uh liverpool taking uh that win against brighton and going 11 points weird game weird game we lost fabinho uh the linchpin of our team at the moment um to injury in the previous game. I hate to I hate to hear that he's your linchpin. Man. I know. It I kills know, me. It kills I know, me. I know. But he is. And yeah. fair play. You know, he's the best defensive midfielder in the world. It was right so now. obvious, man. It was so. Uh, yeah. It was such an obvious signing. But yeah, yeah anyway. I know. So anyway. you, you lost him. And honestly, I thought you guys. Were, I thought you guys were going to absolutely destroy Brighton. And well, it looked. I missed the first half because I was on the way to work. Um, but I saw you guys were up two 0 Like, okay, this is going as as two I Virgil expected. Van Dijk headers. One from yeah um, from Arnold. Uh, both Arnold. From Arnold. Yeah, both, both from Arnold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, two 0 up within twenty five minutes. It looks looks sweet. Liverpool on top of the game. Yeah, at then, home to Brighton. At home like, to Brighton. I mean, it's a it's about a surefire result that you can get going into that. League. It's like it's probably like you actually will get a clean sheet finally and like a comfortable win. But it turned out it wasn't. Even still, Alice. Like, I see Moment what Alice. Of madness. I see, but like, I I gotta I gotta give him some guff on that because you gotta you gotta keep that keep this in perspective. Even if that's going past you, you're still up two one yeah. to Brighton yeah. at home. You're the far superior squad, and you let that go, and you're not down a man. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you so you put your hand out and you're still up two. Didn't expect that goal. Ridiculous goal. Ridiculous you know? goal. Crazy crazy goal. I mean. The ref blew it pretty quick. Yeah, I know. He did. Like, I, I know. I don't. So, I don't want to give Adrian too much. Uh, too much trouble on that because, like, the ref, like, he was like stepping back. It's like no. I blows mean, his whistle. Yeah. And the guy just slotted home. Adrian's man. on the other side of the goal. He's he's you know commanding his wall as keepers do, and the ref's blown his whistle. Completely ridiculous, but he's done it, and um, Dunk has just passed it into the open yeah. open net. Uh, fair enough. Made for a bit of a tight ending to the game, but well, it did. I mean, Adrian had to make a great save. Yeah, yeah. And then I think there was like there was a he made a very nice save, and then I think there was a decent break and down the left flank with a couple minutes left. Well, that, there was uh, there was a few a few like Adrian had quite a few touches in the last ten minutes, which is not what you want when you're trying to close out a two one lead with your backup goalkeeper on the pitch. I know Adrian's Adrian's decent, but. You don't want to be inviting pressure like that, which we did. Um, 
and there was a couple of moments he made a spillage that he that he then cleaned up mm-hmm. luckily oh yeah that's but, right um, that's right no we held on and that was okay and uh you know what i pardon me but i, I should have opened with city uh because that was the first game and that was you know the game that would have built into it so apologies for that but um City, I, I got up for that match, and, you know, I was doing some stuff, so I like I had it on, and I was listening to it, I watched a decent amount of it. They weren't really breaking down Newcastle mm-hmm. all that much, and they, they held, they had two leads, they held for a total of six or seven minutes. Um, yeah. And I gotta say, when De Bruyne, that was the goal of the weekend, <coughs> no doubt. Well, that was, one of the two goals of the weekend. What, John Shelby? Well, yeah. yeah, okay, based on, maybe uh, in terms of implications, but... I mean, De Bruyne's oh, goal you was... can't say a bad word about that De Bruyne goal. I mean, Fuck the guy was—he was the one City player that was. City were sleeping really, on that they shot were, goal. They were sleeping. Re- they were really—they weren't playing very well. And De Bruyne was the one player trying to make things happen yep. for them, as he often is. And, and they missed a few uh, sitters, fu- like when it was one all. Uh, Bernardo coming on as a sub. I was surprised he actually didn't start that match, but because um, Mara's was non-existent. Yeah. But I see why he started because Bernardo did start midweek in the champs in the Champions League, but. Um, uh, Bernardo misses sitter, but then right after that, you know, De Bruyne hits that cracker, and then on on that goal, no one's marking up top. No. Shelby too, who's yeah. renowned for hitting goals from outside the box. Okay, it's what like it's what he does. Well, he'd had a few he'd had a few free kicks prior to that, which he'd not done anything on. Right, yeah. he he is uh, one of their free kick takers, um, yeah. and he'd had a couple that leave him. Didn't didn't do anything. But, Someone's got to be, well, there. and I, I mean, think it was, I think it. It was Bernardo that should have been that there. I believe him. that left him up top, which is yeah. Like, and they gave him too much room, and it was a frankly fantastic curling effort into it the was. corner. I mean, the angle that he had to create, the bodies that he had to get it through, a fantastic goal. But equally, De Bruyne's goal quality as well. Two quality goals to end the game, and but City drop points again. That's the story, right? Yeah. City drop points. It's Eleven against, points. Eleven points. Against yeah, it's eleven points between Liverpool and Man City, but now. only nine on Leicester. I think it's eight on Leicester. Oh, it is eight. Yeah, you're it's right. Eight it, is eight. it is eight on Leicester. But, um, yeah, City, again, dropping points, easily winnable points, right? Yeah. And then you Fuck contrast it. that with Liverpool, who face a test against Brighton, especially the last ten minutes. Uh, okay, all right. No, yeah, look, last ten minutes. No, you know what I mean, right? It's not a test no, against Brighton. Let's you not know what I mean, twisted, right? right? City scored... Don't say what? this is an incredible victory no, for Liverpool. City, Man City went 2-1 up with ten minutes to go. Right. Against Newcastle, Liverpool were two one up against Brighton, mm-hmm. and they we faced it. pressure yeah, no, and we closed it out. Right? Yeah. City, on the other hand, gave away a free kick, didn't mark John Joe Shelby, letting the goal. You know, right. that's that's the difference in this season so far. You know, City have been dropping points against smaller teams. Liverpool mm-hmm. have not been doing that. Man United aside, I, I, I didn't say anything. I was, I just, but hey, sure, I guess that's uh, that's that's still niggling at you, isn't it? But uh, uh, I think. <laughs> So those two games, big ramifications for the top of the table. But um, moving on to the gallows the, pole, man. It's, the, it is, the, it's gallows the gallows pole, man. People are hanging left, right, and center, or will be. So let's talk about it, all right? So well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna amalgamate our our part most of our review into our feature, which is managerial. Uh, Sackings, uh, sackings. I mean, it's it's December, Max. Right? It's the season. It's just before the January transfer window. All the boards, all mm-hmm. the directors, the chairmen are getting itchy feet. They're wondering if now's the time to sack the manager and try something new and implement and new ideas season, for yeah. January and yeah. salvage the season um, before it's too late. We're about a third of the way through the Premier League season now, so it's a good time to change your manager if you're going to do it. Uh, and frankly, some have just gone, and some will. 
undoubtedly go in the next couple of weeks. Well, let's start light, and let's start with someone that uh, came in and then just got fired today, which is uh, Kike Flores. Second run, gone yet again. And you know what? Um, Yeah, I mean, Watford have that one win, which, you know, thanks for the 20. But... uh, (laughs) (coughs) I cannot believe that I... I bet Max $20 that Watford wouldn't win on the one game they fucking won in their 10 games run with Kike Flores. I had no idea who was going to win the Southampton match, and uh, Southampton versus Watford. Um, I thought there would be goals, and, and there were, and there could have been more. Um, I thought, actually, Kike did a good job in starting Sar finally, mm-hmm. and he bagged one. Um, but uh, he, a, little, a little bit of a rough go because that tying goal was a handball. Yes. Uh, it was absolute handball. I don't know, yeah. I, like, again, we're going to leave VAR out of this, but uh, it, was, it was a handball. Um, even still, if that hadn't gone in, I still feel as though they would have tied it. They were inviting so much pressure from a Southampton squad that is by no stretch, you know, going to run you across the pitch. confidence, but the one player they do have who I very much enjoy watching is uh, Gineppo. Well, he's the one. Yeah, well, yeah he, and, he, and he's, he's the one who like who who burnt. I'm not sure he burnt, but that was the handball. Yeah, um, but he was very active that game. He's a serial diver. Yeah, um, but, but he's but he's, he's, he's tenacious, he's, right? He's yeah. fantastic. Good he sign. runs in behind. He's got ridiculous feet. You know, he can go around anyone. Yeah. Um, he's not played quite as much as I thought he might this season, but I guess I think after this, after, after I don't know today. if he started that match. I'm yeah, not, he did start that he, much. Did he? Yeah. Okay, all right. Because I started noticing him like after the 60th. He really started. Yeah, he grew into the game. Yeah, um, and I think now like he's he's gonna be riding his starts after that. I should hope so. Sure. I should hope because Southampton, they are, they need that bit of inspiration. They've got players up front like Shane Long and Danny Ings who are workhorses, but fairly unimpressive. You know, you sort of know what you're gonna get from them. They're good players, mm. especially Danny Ings is a good player, yeah. but. They are predictable players, and they're fairly limited players in terms of skill. Um, whereas Gineppo is the complete opposite. He's inconsistent, uh, yeah. as you said. He's prone to a dive, um, but he's got that flash of brilliance in him. That and that bit of inspiration that you need as a as a relegation threat team. You need that one player that's going to flash the brilliance and you know lift lift you up basically. So who's going to replace Flores? Well, I heard today Chris Hewton's yeah. uh, uh, the top and I think billing. And I, th- I think that's a great. I think that's in, perfect. They've done the interviews already. They're mostly set on Chris Hewton now. They've they've been planning for this for the last couple of weeks, I yeah. think, because they've Watford have shown no improvement under Flores. Um, it was a weird weird decision in the first place, and it's proven yeah. to go. It was to be bad. yeah yeah. Their owners are. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the man. this is the twelfth managerial change in nine years since they bought the club. It's fucking ridiculous. There's no way you can you can have a solid Premier League team what? that continually changes the manager. Yeah, a team that you know occasionally challenges like last season for um, for European football. You know they've got good players. They've got a lot of good players. Um, I'm spe- solid players, but that what kills keep- me. What, what kills me with the Hewton signing? Uh, I think it's a smart move because um, he 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 can grind at results. But I think that team has enough attacking prowess. I think it's a but, regressive move. Yeah, but he's gonna. He's. I, I think he'll keep them up. I, I actually do. Really? I yeah, I do. I do because I think that team does have enough quality. But I think he's going to drain that team of the kind of flair that they have. You know, like, players like, like Saar, 
yeah. and Delafeu are gonna are gonna suffer a little bit. Um, so I, th- I think that kind of, I think it's gonna be good for them. And he's a guy Maybe that, in the short term. In the short term, but I, I think Hewton will keep them up, and then he'll get fired. Two more seasons, tops. I, I, I do. I, I really do. Well, I think. I mean, they, this squad came. They came eleventh last season. They got to the FA Cup final. They're a good team. Um, I think they're in a bad spell, but they've they're they're going for the safe option. All right. Okay. They're going for the safe option. But uh, so Chris Hewton's going. Uh, okay, so we're gonna move on. Um, let's see who's next. Let's do uh, Pellegrini and uh, and that and that win against Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. The unlikeliest of wins, you know, a Chelsea team riding relatively high, West Ham riding not high, completely low, right? Um, yeah, I missed I miss the match, so I don't know too much about it. But. He finally made the change. Roberto, the goalkeeper, who yeah. I've read today was. Is one has been called one of the worst goalkeepers to ever feature in the Premier League. Right. Uh, the defenders had no confidence mm-hmm. in his abilities, so that sets the whole defence uh, off on a bad foot anyway. Um, and he's been terrible for them. They he finally changed it for uh, David Martin, um, and he wasn't. He didn't have to make all that many saves. It was against a fairly lackluster Chelsea team today, a heavily rotated Chelsea team. Mm. They they honestly thought this result was in the bag, yeah. um, and that is well, they, they li- Lampard will have to. It wasn't. It wasn't that. too heavily rotated. It really wasn't. Uh, Abraham was hurt, and uh, other than that, uh, Pedro, well, started. Pedro started. Pedro started. Reece James started. Reece James um, has been starting. Kante, second start in the league this season. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's been starting recently. But Emma, no Aspilicueta, no Kante, um, yeah. no no Abraham. Admittedly, that was injury and force. Odoi as well. No Willian. Um, no Willian. I think that's. I think that's. That, yeah. That's. Uh, he's he's been putting work this year. But yeah. uh, you know what? I gotta say one thing was. Uh, um, I saw Antonio was starting up top, and from what I saw against what he did against Spurs, I was like deservedly so. Yeah. But a many West Ham fan were shitting all over his starting lineup. Including that up top, and you know, he puts in good work, man, and 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 he he disrupts defense. Oh, he's a fantastic player at, at disrupting. He, he's that, a, right? he's a work he's yeah. a workhorse. Yeah. Um. And 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 see so you see these tweets and the, the same people are you know regressing as the game goes on. It's like oh Cresswell and Cresswell scores, <laughs> right? And uh and 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 they're like oh I, I take that back I take that back. And so Pellegrini's safe. That was that was a big win. I don't He's think safe for now. I don't think if he had lost that they would have fired him no, against, Chelsea against Chelsea on right? the road. But now <laughs> that probably got him like a good three more matches. Yeah, I think so. But he they certainly might, they might roll with that. Uh, I think they they might actually get some some momentum off. Well, of there is, there should. is there is talk that they should uh, on the inside that they should hold off making a decision until Fabianski comes back because he's been such a key player for them. Mm-hmm. They've had to play Roberto, and it's evidently not worked out. Yeah. Now they've got their third choice, the Pel- thirty-three-year-old David Martin, just released from Millwall. Right, you right. know, like it's it's not ideal conditions for a manager, and maybe it's difficult to work around. So maybe they're going to give him that that period, that grace period. Um, I think they will because they've they've managed to sign a manager with genuine pedigree. You know, Pellegrini won the Premier League, um, and who else are they going to get? They just they just remind me of Everton, where they sign players that you know they look like good signings, but they don't they don't buy players that work together. No, um, and both of them are languishing. Yeah. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, Arsenal Norwich. 
I, I, I was watching Sheffield Wolves, but... Um, so you bring Freddie Umberg, I don't know, I guess temporarily, sure. Um, yeah. Another another Ollie, potentially. He he. I thought Ollie was kind of cartoon-like, but I tuned into the last two minutes of the Arsenal match because it finished after uh, Sheffield and Wolves. And when the final whistle blew, he kind of, like, brought his arm across and, like, shucks. He did, like, a shucks, like, oh, like, I can't believe we lost, or we didn't win, we drew. You know, I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go, but, uh, you know, you you, you have to get rid of Emery at that point. Yeah, Emery had to go. Emery had to go. go. We said it before. I think we agreed last week that Emery had to go. Well, they should have done it before the break. Yeah, and And had time to actually appoint a real manager. and, And Spurs were smart. Because they wanted to shake it up, not yeah. that they had to as badly as Arsenal. No, uh, but they um, they shook it up during the break and got Mourinho, which Immediately, and, and yeah. Mourinho would have gone to Arsenal. Yeah, right. I know. Arsenal bungled that up completely. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but it, who do you think is going to take over? It's not going to be Jumberg. He's not ready yet. No, and, I, evident, I, I, and evidently, you know his. He picked Xhaka, which is ludicrous. He picked Mustafi, which is ludicrous. Where's Pepe, man? Exactly, exactly. He Where? De- he's become he's he's very quickly becoming like this this thing that's there, right? He's an expensive buy, but they don't quite know how to play him because they want to play him wide, but then they have to play him nu- well, another. Well, he should wide. play wide. That's what he does. Well, exactly. But they also want to play Lacazette and Aubameyang, their two best players, and they're both. Central strikers. Pepe can prove to be the best player. Give him the give him the time. Good. Well, I'm Good. not doubting that, but at the moment, he's not, and it's difficult to, to shoehorn him team. into the team yeah. and displace either Lacazette or Aubameyang. Yeah, I mean personally, I I think they should. I like Lacazette a lot. I do, uh, but I think they should uh, they should be starting Pepe for a good five matches in a row over Lacazette. And honestly, and then maybe rotate Lacazette and Aubameyang. Actually, but yeah. Pepe needs a stretch of games. True, but that's what Jumberg should be bold in his selection, right? He's the interim coach. There's, there's no point consist continuing with Basically, what Emery what was Emery's doing, doing. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. and still not getting results. Yeah. You know, change it up. That's the whole point, and then wait until a permanent manager gets gets mm-hmm. uh, brought in. Uh, okay, uh, Leicester Everton. Uh, <laughs> this prick Marco Silva actually gets off to one 0 yeah. Uh, start today and lovely header from Rickarlison. Rica- yeah, um, yeah, that was. But um, and you know, like the way they set up, I thought you know this is going to be even less. It ended up being two one. I thought it was going to be one nil Leicester or or one one draw, mm-hmm. um, which it almost was. Just the way that because yeah. they set up, they sub three five two, and you know Everton's obviously they're going to Leicester. You, you play defensively, and they held them off. I didn't watch. I was watching United, but they held them off until the last kick of the game. Yeah, but Leicester were really pushing. They were knocking on the door a lot. They had a lot of chances yeah. um, going into the last you know, 20 minutes or so. Um, Jamie Vardy had maybe two or three quite good chances that he could have buried. Um, and that, frankly, it was yes, it was good fortune that Leicester scored so late for them, mm-hmm. but they deserved it, right? Sure. I, think, I think they deserved it. Um, Everton, after going 1-0 up, shrunk back. And Leicester pushed on and yeah. deserved the win in the end. Fair enough. I'd, um, I'll have to check with those highlights, but I'd, I, I believe it because uh, they've been such an impressive team. But so, Marco Silva is going to get sacked, and so he should. Yeah. Um, so he should. So who, who's who's on your list for uh, his replacement? Oh fuck! 
Well, the one the one name that will be thrown around with all of the new vacancies mm-hmm. is Rafa Benitez. No, you think so? He'd not to Everton for sure. He'd never go to Everton. I'm willing to put that into fucking you, you words think now. So, eh? He'd never go. But he's the guy that they're going to want. They're all going to want. West Ham will want him. Yeah. Uh, Everton will definitely want him. Fucking Arsenal should want him. Arsenal absolutely should. Brendan Rodgers um, has been, you know, Rodgers is why never was Rodgers? Well, he he he's, will eventually, but he's not going to this season. No, he's second. And it'll be, he's second it'll be, in the league, right? There's they'll no be set. Chance, they'll no be chance. set. The other teams will be set by then with the manager. Yeah. So he can he can hold on Leicester for like three years. Like, why yeah. not? See oh, what yeah. he can do, See what he can do with that team because they're um, fantastic. I think Eddie Howe. I like Eddie Howe. I love Bournemouth. I would love to see Eddie Howe like actually get them into the Europa League once before yeah. he leaves, but it might not happen. No. I think Eddie Howe has. The tactical prowess, but more importantly for Everton or even West Ham, let's say Everton, um, the humility to get to that club and be humble and buy players that he knows are going to work together, which these teams don't do. They don't make signings. They they, they make interesting signings, like we said before, um, but they don't work together. I think Eddie Howe can get in there and actually put that team together and actually make them push for a Europe... Europa League, they should be pushing for regardless. But maybe that Champions League spot that delirious Everton fans think they that, are due, that yeah. they are due. And you know what's even crazier? I saw this today is that only 53% of Everton fans would take Eddie Howe. And so many people are like, no, like he's small That's club ridic- mentality. Ridiculous. Like ridiculous. He's, he's too. Like, who do you think you guys are? Max, I agree with you that Eddie Howe would improve. Almost any team in the Premier League. I'd take him at United. I'd take yeah. a chance at him. I, I I think it might be too big of a jump for him. No. I think that Eddie Howe would improve almost any team in the Premier League. I think he would be an idiot to go to a club like West Ham or Everton. I think he's built right. something great at Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. And he's maybe and he's maybe reached the level with Bournemouth. I really do think that he's reached the level with Bournemouth. Yeah, and sure I think right, he should sure move right. on. But I think he should only be looking at teams like... In the top six. Like, in the top six. The big six, sorry. Well... <laughs> Yeah. Plus, Leicester. Leicester obviously won't need a new manager for a while unless, by some ridiculous twist of fate, Rodgers goes to Arsenal or United or whatever, right? Sure. But I think Eddie Howe, it would be foolish for him to move from Bournemouth, which is very stable and he's doing a very good job there, to a club that's in turmoil. A, a, a medium-sized club that's in turmoil. I think he should go to Arsenal or nothing. I think the perfect club for him, as I said last week, would be Spurs. He'd be mm-hmm. perfect for Spurs, and I think Spurs. Agreed. The pressure's term, not quite there. I think Spurs long-term might have missed the trick in not going for Eddie Howe because he would have. That would have been the step up. Whereas I don't. And think, he would have stuck it out. Mourinho yeah. is going to be there. Maybe, maybe he'll ride it out couple for a little years, bit longer, couple of years than he normally does. But yeah. But I think Eddie Howe, would, it would be a mistake for him to go to Everton, not least because Everton are lower than Bournemouth in the Premier League, as are West Ham. But, you know, it's, it's, it's not a big enough step for him. Sure, that's fair. That's he's, fair. He's, yeah. he, 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 should, he should be holding out for Manchester United or mm. Arsenal or Tottenham or Chelsea or I, I anyone, would, I right? would take the chance on I me. Mean, I don't think United will. No, I don't think they will either because that's not the way Edward would operates. But I think it would be it would be beneficial to those clubs. But yeah, Eddie Howe should not absolutely categorically not take the West Ham whatever. What about job. Arteta? It's, well, Arteta should because he's unproven, right? And he's he's the assistant manager at Man City, right? Mm. He can't be the assistant manager forever. He wants to be a manager. He got to the last two of the Arsenal um, managerial 
toss up last time with Emery, right? They were very impressed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this time Arsenal are going to roll the dice a bit more because Emery turned out to be a really boring appointment yeah. and offered nothing. Whereas maybe something a bit more unknown would be good. I think it certainly would. I think, uh, but then uh, you know, I'm I've got nothing to base that on, and no one's got anything to base that on. It's just that Arteta is um, young has been developing as a coach under Pep Guardiola, evidently would have taken on a lot of his ideals. Mm. Um, and the fact that, you know, in during the interview process for the Arsenal job, there was like eight eight people considered. These are like Champions yeah, but Emery wowed them. I don't know what he did, but he... No, he, Emery he, wowed he, them, he, but he, also... Rumoredly wowed them. No, Emery wowed them, but also Arteta wowed them. And I think a lot of people wanted Arteta to have the job. Um, but... No, he would do well. He he would do okay working for West Ham or Everton. That would be for sure. But I think Arsenal could take a punt on Arteta. Yeah, I think so. I, I think Arteta goes to either of those squads now. Yeah, See, yeah. So Howe's not going to go mid-season. No, no, no. Uh, he, he wouldn't do that. I think Arteta goes to one of them now. So if Everton don't, David Moyes. I hope so. I hope so. Because <laughs> yeah, he'll relegate them. He'll relegate them. It'd be so beautiful to have David Moyes' re- reputation absolutely tarnished, beyond repair, with the only club that still loves him, Everton. Oh, to see Everton get relegated, David Moyes at the helm, that would be so perfect for me. Uh, so, Bill Kemright, um, Moshiri, if you're listening to this, please, please hire David Moyes. You know what? Actually, all right. So let's do let's do our preview. So we're gonna preview two matches from the midweek and two matches from the weekend because we gotta squeeze it in. Uh, actually, two Everton matches and two United. Oh, you know we actually didn't do United Villa. Came and hold the lead. You know Brandon Williams uh, plays him way onside, but yeah. that's what you, he's young. Okay, like well, that's it's not what necessarily you, his fault. It's but not. It, it's it, that's what you're gonna get when you're playing. A young player like that. We don't want to run out of time again, so I will say one thing only on this: Manchester yeah. United are fucking shit. They, uh, it was, it and was. I, really, and I don't think you would really have too much to say about that at this point. Um, they, they didn't show too much. You know, the thing is that they showed enough. They had a decent amount of chances today, but you're at home to Villa, and it was a back and forth match. We have injuries in the midfield. Their midfield's decent, actually. Like they actually have a. No, they're good. Proper they're midfield. Good. And they've got players tr- like Grealish um, that can just turn it on like yeah. he did when he scored the goal, right? Yeah. And like, then you have McGinn oh, in there and who's going who's gonna to own that. Who's actually probably the best midfielder in that match. Yeah. Uh, I like Fred. I yeah. think Fred's actually been... Fred actually put in a good yeah, performance I, and I has been. Him. I liked him. And I has been. Um, but that it's, it's one loss in the midfield. And you're at home to Villa. And it's 50-50. Like, we could have won that game. We could have lost that match. And it ended up being a draw. And that's fair. It's fair play, and uh, but that's not the way it should be, right? No, so, not at all. Ollie's going to get sacked as well. Uh, I don't think so. No, I, I don't think. I hope he doesn't. Hope he's I, there I, for I ten honestly, years. No, that no. I honestly like this. This board are not going to. They they won't fire him. They won't. What if Pochettino wants the Ooh. job? Have, if they fine, do it now. But you're not going to do it midweek. You're not going to do it. That's the thing. You have a whole. You have a midweek match against Spurs, and then you have City on the weekend. There's no time to to, re, to to plan out and get a new manager in, so there no, he's got he can lose those two matches against Spurs and and City, and then he'll have Watford and Everton afterwards. They'll give and, him that, and, yeah. But but they should they? I mean, like, I, I'm pulling for him in the sense that nothing's going to change if we fire him. 
No, I mean, that's the thing, right? And that's the same with West Ham. That's the same with Everton. Oh, okay, fine. Let's. N- I don't want to be compared to West Ham and Everton. But as you are. That, that's the level that you're at at the moment. <laughs> that's me. the level that you're yeah. at at the moment, yeah, Max. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so, speaking of which, uh, let's preview the Spurs-United match. Um, so, Mourinho's coming, coming it's a, back. Coming back. It's a big one. Pogba, I imagine, is won't be pushing to, to get back to that match. He might not come back until January. McTominay, although he has been rumored to actually be out until, you know, at least next week, like after City, he seems like someone that will push himself to get back. I would love yeah. to see him back because he's, he's been inconsistent, but most, like, he's, no, he's been for a good player part, for you this season. And I think today, if he was there, we would have been Villa. Maybe a I different think result, yeah. I, Pereira's been atrocious, man. Mm-hmm. But in defense of Pereira, as bad as he's been, he's also playing in the CDM role. Um, which is not which natural he, to him. But at the same time, Ollie shouldn't be setting up like that in no. the first place. Should be Fred holding and Pereira box to box. And Pereira might have slightly more license, but he was the one that was loosely guarding, uh, defending um, Grealish on that goal. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. Anyway, he, he has been very bad, actually. So Spurs United, who's, who's going to win? Draw. Draw. It's gonna be it's 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 gonna be a draw. They'll show up and they'll and uh, and and we'll draw one all. Like it's Mar- a Spurs win for me. Mm. No, you know what? But you know we, what? We didn't touch on the uh, Bournemouth Spurs match yet again. Up three nil. The legs again, give up. Yeah. They, they give up two goals again. Um, their legs, as with United, both those teams don't seem to hold up well in the second half. Uh, and I think I feel like whoever's winning. 1-0 at the time is going to blow it at the end. Okay. Okay. Next game. Uh, Everton and... It's a Merseyside derby. Merseyside derby. Beautiful. Uh, Marco Silva. You know what? second favorite manager of the league. I, dis- I despise this man. I know. He's going to snag a draw. Again. You know you what? Reckon? He should have taken two draws from me last year. He got the one at Everton. Everton should have beat you at home. Not should have, but they were the better team at home. And that... Your win against Everton... Pickford played it back into goal. Yeah, I, I don't know. know I, I know. I know. Uh, he he showed up for those matches, and he knows his job's on the line. He's just gonna snag a draw. You got so? some nice comfy lead. You guys are gonna drop points in December, okay? Yeah, I know. I we'll, don't think I don't think City will. Uh, City do play Leicester. That could be interesting. I don't know who's at home for that match, but uh, I think you guys will drop four to six points in December. Okay, that's 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 my guess, and I think that's gonna start with two on Wednesday. I don't think that. I think that we might drop points in December. It's perfectly plausible that we will. But the way we're going, who the fuck knows? The way you're going has been a little lucky. Yeah, exactly. You've been grind- That luck's going to run out. Not to the point where I'm not saying you guys are going to blow the league, but to the point where you guys will take a loss and a draw. And I think that draw is coming Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't bet against it, to be honest, because... There are some factors in there. It's a match that means something. We've we've been grinding out results against lesser teams, but the Merseyside derby's a different kettle of fish. You know, it's it's always a weird game. Yeah. You know, the last the the both games last season were right. crazy, right? Yeah. You know, we should have been nil nil on both yeah. both yeah. both accounts. Um, um, I can, no, I, I still can't get over that goal. I, I, I know but. it's fantastic. <laughs> one of the best moments of the season. <laughs> sure, yeah. uh, the yeah. start of Divock Origi's uh, emergence as one of the greatest <laughs> strikers in the world. Sure. Yeah. Um, you call for his head every fucking week. You know so. what? I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't bet against Everton snagging a draw in that game either. Yeah. Uh, as much as it pains me to say. But yeah, maybe a draw. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So on the weekend, 
Um, Everton and Chelsea. Everton's hosting Chelsea. And, I mean, based on the table, we wouldn't really even touch on this game. But Everton, again, has this delirium that they're... Uh, they're, they're a relatively big squad. They should be fighting for Champions League. And Marco Silva has a job on the line. And Chelsea is a big squad. They're yeah. a big team. Um, but think, the I legs think, might be catching up for Chelsea. And I think Everton... I think, are, so. I think Everton, and with the Abraham injury especially, I don't know how severe it is, but he might miss next week as well. Because um, it doesn't seem like it's it's too, too bad. But uh, that think, shouldn't be the reason why you're you know losing to West Ham. It depends how hard Everton go against Liverpool. Because I think for them, if you look at the two games objectively, the Liverpool game is a lost cause mm. and the Chelsea game is a winnable game. Yeah, but talent-wise, they are deep enough to rotate. Yeah, true. So I think you start your your best team against Liverpool on the road. Yeah, but I mean, well, who's <sighs> their best team? They're rotating <laughs> Walcott they're rotating with Iwobi, right? They're rotating like, all the time, yeah, that's, this, that's true. They've Can, got, you they've know, got, Can's got to show up, man. Yeah, he show up. He needs to play. He's he not needs even to play, playing. But he does. Can need... you stop playing Cavalloon? <laughs> like, I know he's what? fucking naff. You, you get this kid from Juventus at yeah. 19 years old, who 20 has bags of talent, 30 million or whatever, right? And he's and he's shown so much promise. He's talked about, and he gets off to a rough start, and yeah. and then he I haven't seen him play in the last month. Cavalloon's a two goal a season striker, Fuck you know, sakes, and he keeps playing. Cenk Tosin as well. Cenk Tosin's yeah. fucking shit. No, no, Ken Ken's getting in one of those matches, and he's starting. And he's he's not going to start against Liverpool. No, There's too Chelsea. much on the get line. Him, get, but him, get him on against Chelsea. He'll play against Chelsea. And, um, but I think the Chelsea game is certainly winnable for Everton. Um, because Chelsea have been poor in the last couple of games. They mm-hmm. were bad in, in the Champions League midweek. They were um, bad again against West Ham. Yeah. Um, I think maybe their sort of strong start is catching up to them a bit maybe they're losing the legs a bit as you said yeah. um, I think the Everton game's winnable for Everton or the Chelsea game's winnable for Everton but it depends they've got a tough game midweek right which I it's a Merseyside derby of course they're going to go hard for that so maybe they're going to feel the effects of that on the weekend um, draw no bet for the gamblers out there take Everton on a draw no bet that's my that's my advice yeah okay <laughs> okay um Right, and then after that, Manchester Derby. Manchester Derby, three-one. Two. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say the score now. To City, to City. City. Can, can, okay, come okay. on. Well, come the thing on, is, as I, I've said, I've, we said this. Earlier. We'll get a penalty. We'll get Man a penalty. City have been dropping points against lesser teams all season, Max. No, 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 Why no. would they stop that now? No, no, because Man, Man United still have that that aura. They are a big club. They're we are. Well, we the are thing is, club. even even. Under Mourinho, right? Manchester United were very inconsistent, but they fucking sure. turned up against Man City. No doubt, and right? we do that. We, but, we but, have every. But that's what. But what I'm saying is, Mourinho is the manager that will turn up in the big games. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I'm not convinced that he is. So I'm saying three-one. I think it'll be a an, a straightforward City win. I think we're at home. Not that that really makes much of a difference, but uh, I, yeah, I, I think. But I think no, oh no, it's at City. It's at City. God. It's going to be a City win, um, because it's a, it, that's a big like um, publicity boosting event, right? Like it's the same with the Merseyside derby. It's not just the points on offer; it's the pride. Um, and you know, fair enough. Nowadays, squads are international, and there's not all that much in it. You know, these derbies aren't as tasty as they were ten, twenty, thirty years ago, right? 
it doesn't mean quite as much to the players, but still. No, these no these no. But the clubs the, the, are. But the, the, clubs the derbies are, weren't as tasty back like for City United back then anyway because United were pummeling them. But still, and now and now we're we're gonna get we're gonna get pummeled, man. We are, unless Pogba is back miraculously, but I, I don't think he will. Um, yeah, I don't see it, man. I no. don't see it. Um, we'll 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 get a goal, but three or four one, I think. Okay, so uh, under the Champions League, and uh, yeah, so we're gonna close out the Champions League, guys. Quickly, PSG Real, because, you know, that group was always a runaway for both the squads, but I watched that match, and PSG got off to a great start, and, I, and going to the match, I actually thought they, originally I thought it was going to be Real, yeah. and then I saw the lineups, and I'm like, nah, PSG, we'll take this, and PSG were all over them in the first 15 minutes, and then out of nowhere, uh, Real scored, Benzema snagged yeah. one, yeah. and they ran them the rest of the half, apart from this inexplicable VAR call. Um, the ball comes into a Cardi, and Courtois com- comes out, and he takes out a Cardi inside the box. He gave him the ref gave him a red originally, which I thought was harsh. But then they were reviewing it to see if it was in or outside the box, or so I thought. I'm like, okay, that's inside the box. It's a penalty, but it should be yellow. No, they they call this soft foul against PSG in the midfield and take it back. Um, and then Fucking and then hell. and then Real keep on running running the game and they yeah. score a second in the 80th and then a minute later PSG <laughs> scored the Reals fall asleep and then all of a sudden PSG's tails are up and they snag the draw great finish by uh, uh, I forget his name and they got it from Sevilla um, excellent finish such an S I think but um, oh so it's Cerebria yes thank you uh, t- uh, two all draw and PSG will take the group. Um, so I don't know. That just just quick recap on that because it was two big clubs. Yeah. But the the group was uh, was set. Fair. It was set, it, it yeah. was just it was just coming down to who was gonna to win the group. Win the group. Um, and Real blew their chance, but that's okay. Like you know that's that's okay for them. Um, but um, the uh, the Chelsea group. Let's move on to that. Another tight at the top. Another seven seven points each for Ajax, uh, Valencia, and and Chelsea, and Ajax go to Lille. And they they get it done. They win two 0 Yeah. Um, not much to say there, but the Chelsea Valencia game was another unreal match, man. Like Chelsea Ajax, insane. Yeah. Not quite as insane as Chelsea Ajax. Valencia should have won that game. Yeah. Uh, they were actually in a way lucky to tie it. They were down two one, and Voss's cross just hung um, Kepa, um, which was which was unfortunate for Chelsea. But at the same time, they were lucky. And then after that goal, Valencia had a good couple of chances afterwards. And Abraham goes down at the end of the first half, um, which is obviously carried over. But um, now we sit at 10 points for Ajax, who's going to play Valencia yeah. going to, uh, at home. They'll be at home. Um, so they're already through, but they don't have the group locked up. No. And Valencia are playing for their... For their the, qualification. Yeah, their qualification. And Chelsea's at home to Lille. So you got a... You know, Lille a decent squad, but Chelsea should be taking that should match. Taking absolutely. That yeah, absolutely. Um, so that'll put them up to 10. And if Ash, if Valencia win, I, which I don't suspect they will. I, I, I don't suspect they will. Um, they'll... Um, sorry, guys. Just... Uh, so I was checking the table for a second because 
we got to bounce back and forth here. Um, so if Valencia win, they're on 10. They're on 11. 11, okay. So if Valencia win, actually, no, I'm the sorry. I, I, did, I, did, I did say Ajax, uh, I did say Ajax have it, are, are qualified. They're not. If Valencia and Chelsea win, then Ajax is out. Yeah. So pardon me. Um, so it's still very tight. Um, Chelsea have the winnable game against Lille, the smallest, you know, the worst team in the group. Yep. Um, but Valencia, well, Valencia and Ajax play. You you fancy Ajax to at least snag a draw, which would qualify them. There's going to be goals. I think Ajax will actually still win that game because you know what, Ajax is a team that are are going to you know defend and play for a draw, especially when they're at home. Yeah. They're oh, gonna. Yeah. I, I think they're going to actually win that game. Yeah, um, I think so. Not handedly. Actually, could be very dicey. Um, but they're not gonna. They're not gonna. They're, I, I just don't see them losing because they're gonna keep on attacking. They go if they're up a goal, they're not gonna sit back. No. If they're up a goal, then they can take a draw as well. Yeah. Um, and they have the quality if they're down. If Valencia strike early. Yeah. To to pull that back. But I think it looks good for Ajax. It's uh, just it's just very it looks, interesting. And like, it looks it, good for Chelsea. It is tight because well. it is like Valencia and Ajax are relatively comparable. I mean, before last year. Mm-hmm. Before Ajax made that great run and had that great season there to Vizzy, which they often do, but before they made that great run in the Champions League, you know, you'd say Valencia have a decent, a good chance. Yeah. Right? Um, so I'd still say that maybe like a 30% chance that they can actually pull that off. Um, well, what? Okay. Um, <clears throat> we're experiencing some technical issues because it's snowing and uh, we're it's, sitting outside and our phones are getting fucked up by the snow. So we're that trying thing. to. Uh, uh, quick touch ride on it. quick touch on the Juve um, Atletico Leverkusen group. Yeah, I'm. I was disappointed. I was. I was crushed in the first week of Champions League when Leverkusen blew it at home to to Moscow. Yeah, and they lost that to Moscow. Really because right tasty. now, because Leverkusen should have won that match yeah. on paper. Obviously, um, they go the reverse fixture and they win. Yeah, if they'd won that, they're two points up on Atletico. Yeah, I know. And all they need is. Most likely a draw to Juventus yeah. to pull through. Now, so Juventus beat Atletico, mm-hmm. and they're only now Leverkusen's only a point behind. Yes, Atleti have Moscow at home. Probably a win. Yeah, it's going to be a win. Now, am I wrong in thinking that was it CSK or was it Locomotive last year that went to Real and pumped Real? CSK. Yeah, it was CSK. That's too bad. I was hoping yeah. that they could go to Madrid and yeah, do it again. I know. Um, oh, please close the curtain, sir, before you get in there. <laughs> We're watching a guy inspecting the showers at the moment. Yeah, of the hostel. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, good he saw us. Great. I suspect he won't be, you know, going full frontal. Only give us a full Monty on that. But uh, anyway, I think that's. I think it's. I think it's, it's pretty it's much just set up for Atletico and Juventus to go through. I don't think Leverkusen have enough about them to beat Juventus. But you know, what? I think Juventus could throw that match. Yeah, it's always possible. Couldn't you see him? Just it's like, always possible. Fuck at Letty. Like, we're good. We're going to top this group or not anyway. And we can, you know, battle through the... No, yeah, no, no, toss no. It. no. Toss it. No, it's not happening. It's Juventus and Atletico. It's too bad. Okay, and last but not least, uh, Napoli beat Ghent. Or is it Genk? I always... No, always Napoli get him mixed Liverpool. up. No, sorry, Napoli drew Napoli Liverpool. Drew Liverpool. Napoli, sorry, pardon me. Pardon me. Napoli drew Liverpool at Anfield. That was a poor game. I watched it uh, half concentrating on it, and it was a poor game. Uh, Liverpool just looked bereft of ideas. Um, Napoli just... Napoli... <coughs> <coughs> Pardon me. 
<coughs> fair play to Napoli. They didn't seem overawed by Liverpool, which a lot of the English teams seem to be at the moment. You know, you're faced with the team top of the league, Champions League winners. You see the red, the sea of red shirts attacking mm. you, and uh, that does it ment- mentality-wise for a lot of the English teams. But Napoli just brushed it off. They didn't seem bothered. They didn't, pr- they didn't produce too much. They it was a great finish from Burns, but they, other oh, than that... Unreal. And maybe it was a foul in the build-up uh, on Van Dijk from Mertens, but, you know, that's by the by. Um, it was... It wasn't a great... It was a terrible game. It wasn't a great performance from either team, but Liverpool grew into it um, after Napoli scored um, and got the equalising goal. But... Um, it's yeah, unfortunate because now, now, it's, now it's open, man. Now it is open. Because right? Wait, Salzburg going spank gank. Yeah. And uh, spank gank. Liverpool need a result against a Salzburg. Talented a squad. talented Salzburg team. In Salzburg. Yeah, yeah. Because Napoli's going to beat gank. You would think so. Napoli's going to beat gank. You would think so, but you Napoli's at home. Napoli's at home. Napoli's going to beat gank. Napoli's been very hit and miss This is not the focus here, all right? Don't, okay, don't okay, deflect, okay, okay, all right? Okay. Napoli's going to beat gank. Salzburg, on the other hand... Know that they can score against Liverpool. Down three nil, and they come back at Anfield for a draw yep, until yep. you know Salah. I think it was Salah who begged the winner. Yeah. So and this team's flying no, high, man. There's plenty of talent on that squad. Liverpool need a draw, but it's far from a done deal. And Indeed. it's a shame because now we need to play a team. Salzburg have a better goal differential than me. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They beat you. You're you're gonna join us in the Europa League. Yeah. And you know what? It's kind of it's kind of funny for me that uh, as a United fan. I, I do want to see you get knocked out by Salzburg. I absolutely do. But there are a couple things that would be a saving grace for me. And that would be, one, um, you don't come to the Europa League and, you know, definitely hurt our chances of winning it and qualifying yeah. for Champions League because we're not getting fourth. And secondly, if Salzburg get knocked out, not that we we do need a striker of, of, uh, of Holland's ilk, Stronger, uh, like he's a great finisher, but he's also a target man, which United don't have. Maybe if they get knocked out, we can maybe snag him in January. Not that that should be our focus in terms of what we need, but that's all I'm saying. I would no, love I, to see the Harlan, get Harlan's, Harlan's being courted by the best clubs in the world, the Real Madrids of this world, right? Just, you just know. taking a dig. Like, I mean, how, like, are, are you, like, why Why do you get into this about the best clubs in the world? Because yes, United, United, United Europa League they're, they're in a bit of a shambles. Yeah, they're right a now. Europa League team. They're not, but not, not, not in history. No, not, not in history. Not in history. And maybe Ireland would love to go to them, but because it's not going to happen. You, I can tell you why, now. Why, why do you make happen. this argument? Like, we, like, United can just pull it back together. You know, I mean, obviously the board's shit, but if they can get there, not be, not be such vampires... You know, we can get happening. back to where we are. Like How dare you say you're that? You're deluded. How you're dare deluded. I'm de- Yes, I'm an Everton fan. Fuck <laughs> off. You might as well be. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do, do, why do I always have to say 13 nothing to you? Why is that? It'll be 13-1 soon enough, right? I, and that's all that matters. Yeah, well, we'll see after you draw Everton. All right, guys. Let's. We're gonna wrap it up with our scouting mission. We have well, we've got nine, nine minutes, minutes left. So, so we're gonna we're gonna, gonna get do it done. Really we got this. Quickly. No, we got it. It's it's no problem. Um, guys, start it off. Okay, so my scouting, my uh, scouting this week uh, is has been on uh, Daniel Marlin, former Arsenal and Ajax youth prod, uh, product. He's now banging goals in in Holland for PSV. Um, he scored 16 goals in 18 appearances this season, including 10 in nine in the Eredivisie. He's absolutely on fire. This is his breakout season. He's um, he was a sort of a 
fringe player last season, scored a couple of goals, um, but is is absolutely tearing up the Dutch league this and, season. And he took an injury uh, about a month ago, and PSV have really fallen off. Yep. They really fell off with his injury, and they haven't. He's been back the last couple of games, and they haven't really quite gone together. But that's when it started. Like now, Ajax are running away with the Eredivisie, but it started when Malen and Bergwijn uh, took an injury. But he, he um, I mean. Yes, his 10 goals in 9 games is impressive. Five of those did come in one game. Um, he's the first, I read earlier, the first um, player in the Dutch league to score five goals in a game since Marco van Basten 35 years ago. Uh, he scored all five goals when they beat Vitesse Arnhem 5-0. Um, but he is a striker that seems to have a lot going for him. He can play all across the front line. Um, he's quick. He's, sh- he's not very tall. He's 5 foot 10. But he's good in the air. Uh, he's for his size. He's physically imposing. Um, he's very quick. He's got good feet. And the thing is, he scores goals. Right? He scores shitloads of goals. I mean, 16 goals in 18 games does not lie this season. He's playing in the Europa League. Mm-hmm. He's banging three goals. And three and three. Yeah, yeah, three and three in the Europa League. Um, he's bossing it in the Dutch league. Um, and he looks a quality player. I mean, he scores tons of goals. Um, well done, Arsenal. Well done. Yeah, another 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 wicked player that Arsenal just let go. They sold him for two hundred thousand pounds to PSV <laughs> last season because he wanted first team football. PSV immediately brought him into the first team squad. He was a fringe player for a year and a half, and now he's he's now he's their best player, right? He's he's the first name on the team sheet now. Um, he I read an article where he was described as similar to Alexis Sanchez, which is so that's how you can see him playing you know low center of gravity strong good on the ball um lethal finisher um and psv are already valuing him at around 50 million pounds sure uh whatever that is in canadian money uh i don't know 80 80 million canadian dollars something like that um we do assimilate man that's not see (laughs) i've I've been here for 16 months i know the, the conversion rate right um but um, he's um, he's his agent is Mino Rayola, uh, who has previously described him as the hottest prospect that he has under his tutelage. Oh, right? that he has. Okay, yeah, that's, that he has. How and, humble. Well, exactly. Anyway, so this guy is is going <coughs> places. He's going places, right, Max? All right, that's for me. I've got yourself. Victor Osimhen, and I just want to pronounce that correctly because our buddy Michael last week, after he listening to our show, I did uh, Alex Merritt. And he called us out for um, not pronouncing Marais, or Merritt's name properly. We were saying Marais. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I, only, I only watch Napoli on mute. But uh, anyway, so Victor Ossiemhen is actually the Lille striker who came in to replace Leao. And, you know, at the beginning of the year, it's like, Lille... And they actually have been somewhat struggling a little bit. Um, but I kind of underrated them this year because I thought they took a hit by losing Pepe and, and Leo especially. Yeah. And but this guy comes in and he's he's bagged ten goals and two assists in all competitions. I believe is eight in La Liga um, with the two assists. Um, two in the Champions League, one of which was a great header in between against Chelsea. Um, yeah. When Lille hosted them in between Tomori and Zuma off the corner, like it was right into the bottom corner bullet in between two solid defenders who are good in the air, especially Zuma. Uh, but not only that, is he decent decent in the air, but he's he's great on the ball. He can hold the ball very well. He's a very good passer for a striker uh, and an incredible finisher. 
<coughs> who do you think? What, who do you think he? Uh, which big club would he suit in the future? So I, not 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 United, not 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 United, um, because you know we have that that ilk of a player. We need United needs a, a, a bigger, a larger player. But um, Chelsea, City. I could see him at Chelsea and, and City. I think I think could City. He, I think I think City the... would be a good. A good place for him to to duke it out with Jesus has been kind of struggling. Yeah. Guerrero's still incredible in incredible form, um, but you know he's he's getting on. So I think that would be an interesting sign for him. This is a player that I see Leicester signing. Okay. Who who you know Leicester who have been just nailing their signings lately. Yeah. I can absolutely see him coming in there. I hear Nacho who actually put in a performance today off the bench with a goal and assist. Um, has not delivered, yeah, no, and Vardy's no. getting on. I yeah. I can completely see him going years, to they'll Leicester. Need, they'll need a new striker, maybe right? Spurs. You know yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, if if because he hasn't he he hasn't really caught too many people's uh, he hasn't he's not on many many teams' radar yet. I haven't heard much about him no. in terms of anyone looking at him. To be to give Max his credit as a as a football scout, he's been banging this guy's drum since the beginning of the season. More or less, when like they, a few weeks in. When they yeah. signed him, um, or shortly they after they signed him. They got him from Gent or Genk, I believe. Um, shortly after they signed him. Max no, was it was Sporting, they got him from Sporting Charleroi. Um, it was funny because, uh, well, it's not funny, but uh, Wolfsburg, he was, he, Wolfsburg had him, and then he, they loaned him out with an option to buy to Sporting, Charleroi, and Charleroi shipped him off right after because he banged it in there. Yeah. And Lille got right on it. And speaking of Lille's... Um, uh, sporting um, scouting. You know, Mourinho's Mourinho wants to bring is it Ocampos? What's his oh name? yeah, yeah, yeah he, uh, like that, from Leo, the yeah. sporting director. And, like, yeah, uh, that's that's perfect. The one thing I will say, and he's young. He's he's going to turn twenty one at the end of the year, um, before the new year. He needs to he, obviously he, he has some things to to tweak, and I think that I would say you know I, I would say that's. Um, Timing his runs and 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 his awareness. Yeah. Uh, being he he's he's aggressive. He's he's strong. He's six foot, and 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 he's very aggressive. There are times when he makes fouls when he can be hemming someone in. You know, it's just it's just small things like that that yeah. needs to he needs to tinker yeah. with. Other than that, he has uh, he's he going to go potential. to the top. Potentially. Okay. Potentially. Okay. That's like why we it. do this. That's like what, that's why we do the scouting yeah. mission, right? You yeah. know, we're not we're not we're not uh, we're not scouting Kai Havertz because no, he's young. Yeah. Kai Havertz is already blowing up. Yeah. All right. We're, These are players that are gonna that are potentially, potentially. that we think yeah. could uh, could rock the football world at some stage in their careers. Yeah. All right, guys. We uh, we did it with a minute to spare this time. We're not rushing out. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and we'll get to you next week. All right. Cheers. <laughs>